I'm so giddy, I can't stand it. Episode 100 of the Divorce Resource Guide podcast. What a time it's been. Let's talk about what's coming in the future. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, a.k.a. the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now your host, Jason Lavoie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 100th episode of the podcast. I can't believe that we are actually here. When I first started this podcast, uh, I think it's now two years ago, I never thought we would get to 100, to be honest with you. It seemed like such a, a faraway number, and yet here we are, 100. So I wanted to take this opportunity and do a solo episode for you where it's just me and you and talking about you know, what's been uh, and what's coming down the pike for the podcast. I thank you all for listening and subscribing. And if you're listening to this and you have not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. Um, It's a great way to automatically get new episodes when they come out. Right now, they are published bi-weekly. And um, I appreciate all of you and all of your support. Uh, As always, if you ever have any ideas uh, for topics that you want me to talk about, or even um, you have any guests that you want to um, pitch me, I'm always open uh, for suggestions, looking for good people to come in and talk about divorce and help you guys out. So for this special episode, I, I wanted just to kind of reflect on, on all that has been and everything that we've done. Um, you know, when you talk about divorce, there are tons of issues that can be discussed, right? Everything from emotional to uh, legal to um, financial and custody and parenting time. I mean, really, there are so many things to talk about. I try to touch on all of them um, when I interview people, um, depending on their area of expertise. But I try to touch on all the areas at some point. So you get a really comprehensive um, education, really, about divorce. And that's what the podcast is really meant for. It's meant as another resource for you guys to learn the information that you need to know about divorce so that you can make the best decisions uh, for your future. Um, and there's one thing that I've learned while interviewing um, all these different experts um, about divorce, and that is that you know, there's not one way to skin a cat. Um, there's very rarely a, a right and wrong answer to a question or a right way and a wrong way to do things. Everybody's situation is so fact-specific um, that it really depends. And and that's what I want you all to take away from this is that, um, you know, if you are aware of all the different methods of getting divorced and all the different issues that pop up, um, then you're in a better position to figure out which one's best for you, right? What's one, what, what is best for one person might not be best for your situation. Um, and so that's really the message is that there's different perspectives, but no matter what we're talking about, uh, there are a lot of recurring themes when it comes to divorce, you know, and for example, how, how we deal with custody and parenting time issues, how we deal with our exes, um, and, you know, the drama that may ensue with that communication. Uh, 
um, there are certain things that I find myself saying over and over again, and hopefully that you, as the listener, are getting it and it's sinking in. You know, you don't hear it once, you hear it twice, you hear it three times, and it's like, all right, I think there's something here. If more of these people are saying it, um, then perhaps there's some validity there. For example, one thing that comes to the forefront of my mind right now is that we can only control us, right? You can't control your spouse or your ex. You can only control you. So to try to change their behavior or focus on only their behavior is not going to serve you well. You got to focus on you. You got to do you. And then, you know, hopefully they will see the light at some point uh, and get in line. And that's how you handle it. But you can't force somebody to do something that you want them to do, whether it's parenting or anything else. Um, So you have to deal with that conduct, but you can only control your behavior, right? So that's one of the recurring themes that I find myself talking about a lot. I went back and I looked at what were some of the most popular episodes of the podcast so far, right? Out of 100 episodes, which ones um, had the most listens? Which ones seemed to really stand out from the crowd? Um, And this is what I came up with. It was kind of interesting to me. Um, One of the ones, and this is in no particular order here, but one was episode 11, uh, having to do with narcissists, right? When you say the word narcissist, that's a hot topic word. Um, people react to that because they're like, oh, yeah, I'm dealing with a narcissist, you know, right here. Um, and that is definitely one of the most popular episodes that I've done. Uh, and one of the things that stands out from that episode is that, you know, the word narcissist is something that's thrown around very loosely. It has a very specific definition. Um, and not all of what people are dealing with um, in terms of behavior of their spouse or ex would fall under the clinical definition of narcissist. However, I really don't dwell on the labels. You've heard me say that before if you've been listening for a while. It's not so much what we call it, narcissist, um, a-hole, you know, whatever. It's the conduct that we're, we're talking about, right? How are they behaving? And that's what we're addressing. Um, and so... Go back, listen to episode 11. Um, That was one of the most popular ones, having to deal with narcissists, right? Because a lot of you in a contested divorce are dealing with that type of behavior where somebody is all about them, blaming you, um, not taking accountability. And so we want to learn how best to deal with somebody like that. One of the other episodes that um, was really popular was actually at the very beginning of the podcast. I interviewed um, Amy Waterman, and that's episode number two of the podcast, and that was about, will your marriage fail? Now, that was very interesting to me that that was one of the most popular ones because, you know, I guess that, you know, by the time I figured, by the time people are listening to me um, and the podcast, their marriage has already failed and they're dealing with divorce, right? That makes sense in my mind. Um, But people... I guess are there are a lot of listeners out there who maybe are still trying to figure out what's going on in their marriage, um, aren't really sure that divorce is the final answer yet, um, and they are interested about will your marriage fail. This was a great episode. Amy uh, was so uh, such a great guest on the show because you know she talked about all the signs. Uh, and the red flags that maybe you should look at 
to see if you have a, a healthy, successful relationship, right? And everybody is interested in that. Whether you're going through divorce, maybe you're interested for the future. One of the recurring themes that I found, again, talking about divorce all the time, is, you know, okay, your current marriage maybe has failed. You're going to get divorced. But what about the future, right? You don't want to repeat the same mistakes again. And that's why the divorce rate for remarriages gets higher and higher every time you get married, right? So your second marriage has a higher chance of divorce than if it was your first marriage. Your third time getting married has a higher chance of divorce, ending in divorce if you than your second marriage. And, and it just exponentially gets larger every time you get married, right? So nobody wants to get married thinking they're going to get divorced or hoping they're going to get divorced. Um, so, you know, that makes sense that people are interested in what are the telltale signs that my relationship is going to end poorly. So I love that. I was going to have Amy on the podcast again because she was such a great guest. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to try to get her back on. Uh, episode number eight was one where we talked about personality disorders. Um, you know, does your spouse have a person personality disorder? And I had Christine Hammond on as my guest. And that was one of the most popular episodes because, again, like when we say the word narcissist, when we say personality disorder, everybody's ears perk up because they're like, yep, that's what I got. My, I'm dealing with somebody with a personality disorder. And again, maybe you are, maybe you're not. Uh, person, a personality disorder such as uh, narcissistic, uh, uh, narcissistic personality uh, disorder or... Um, there's other ones that are very clinical, right? That they are diagnosable. Um, whether it's, I'm trying to think off the top of my head here. Um, and of course, I, I'm going blank. But listen to episode eight because we talk about it. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's a clinical thing where somebody can get diagnosed. But just because you're dealing with somebody who doesn't have a, a clinical personality disorder doesn't mean you're not dealing with somebody who you know, is a narcissist or, or has, you know, some definite behavioral issues, right? So again, it's not what we call them. It's the conduct that we're talking about here, the conduct. Um, forget about the label, forget about if it's a personality disorder or not, conduct, right? No matter what, what you're calling it, you still have to deal with the behavior. And so episode number eight, that was one of the most popular episodes too. Um, and then the, the fourth most popular episode out of 100 was episode number 15. Dr. Uh, Jennifer Harmon was my guest, and that episode dealt with parental alienation. Again, people say parental alienation, their ears perk up, and that's a really hot topic word. Um, and it's a serious, very serious issue when you're talking about divorce. Basically, if you don't know, parental alienation has to do when one parent alienates the children from the other parent. Um, and if it's not addressed, you know, in the early stages, it could really have irreparable effects and harm on the relationship between the children and the alienated parent. Now, sometimes people, you know, throw around the word parental alienation, and it's not really that. But again, anytime uh, a parent disparages the other parent uh, in front of the children, that can have irreparable harm, and it's just not good. It's just not necessary. 
And, you know, just because, you know, two two people can't get together and you're getting divorced, maybe the marriage failed and for whatever the reason, if you have children together, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to, you know, put your differences aside for the best interest of the children, right? Uh, and that's easier said than done. There's a lot of emotional stuff that is involved in doing that. But that's the goal. And that's what I always try to do. That's what I tried to do when I was a practicing divorce attorney. Uh, if I found my client ever did anything that I thought was uh, disparaging and, you know, if a court found out they would not be looked favorably upon, I would nip it in the bud right now and, and tell my client to stop it um, because they're only going to do themselves a disservice. But more importantly, they're doing their children a disservice. Um, feel how you feel about your ex. Um, but that doesn't mean they're a bad parent. Um, and that doesn't mean that you should, again, talk badly in front of the children um, about it. Because oftentimes, especially when you're dealing with younger children, they don't understand all the nuances of what's going on. Um, and, you know, all they hear you doing is talking bad about, um, you know, their mom or dad. And, you know, without having, without being mature enough to understand and, and deal with that, um, it's not a healthy situation. So I always told my clients if they were doing that to stop it. Um, and I didn't put up with that. And, uh, you know, you shouldn't do it either. Um, and you know, sometimes people, uh, you know, courts and judges are, are sometimes reluctant to make drastic moves when there's evidence of parental alienation. And that's one of the big problems. Because, again, if it's not addressed right away, not nipped in that bud... Um, it could fester, and really, um, if it goes on for a while, then trying to repair that relationship with the alienated parent and the children can be difficult, challenging, not impossible, but um, you don't want to be put in that position. So I always uh, say address it as soon as it starts happening, um, but really make sure that it's uh, something that you can prove and that there's a, a pattern of uh, obvious bad behavior by one parent to the other, right? You can't just, you know, you just can't say it. You have to be able to prove it. Um, and so that's where I always say, you know, record, um, document, 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 record when it's safe to do so, uh, because somebody on tape, somebody's voice, uh, if you can identify them, um, you know, is worth its weight in gold. Um, and, and you want to avoid as much as possible ever appearing before a judge um, and it's a he said, she said uh, situation because what do you, what's a judge to do with that? The judge has to believe or is going to try to believe one person over the other and that's why your credibility is so important. Um, and so that's why I say never do anything that is going to ruin your credibility because if you ever have to appear in court, you want to be, you know, sp you know, spick and clean. What's up? What's the spick and span? Um, Right? What's that? What's that term? You know, when you want to say really clean, spick and span. I don't know. I'm, I have Mr. Clean imaging in my in my head right now. Uh, I'm recording this, and I'm a little bit tired, so forgive me. <laughs> but I wanted to get this done um, and, and get it out there for everybody. So parental alienation. That was uh, another of the most popular episodes. So that's kind of where we've been. Go back, revisit them if you haven't listened to them yet. And even if you have, it'd be a good refresher course for you. 
What does the future hold for the Divorce Resource Guy podcast? I really enjoy doing this. Uh, I'm really glad that you enjoy listening to it. I'll try to do it as long as you guys are listening. Um, and, you know, what I thought about doing, in addition to continuing to interview different experts in all areas of divorce, I thought about maybe what would it be like, or would you guys want to, A, participate in the podcast, and what if I did some interviews with some of you, the listeners, right, to talk about your experiences? Um, and that way, I think people would resonate with that um, because when one person's dealing with a situation, there's probably another person dealing with a very similar situation. And so we all, like what I do with my group coaching program, Divorce You, is I always encourage people to post questions in the forum so everybody else can see uh, your question, and then I answer it there, and everybody can see my answer because that's how everybody learns, right? And a lot of getting through a divorce is learning. Again, my job as a coach is to empower you with the information that I know as an attorney so that when you talk to your attorney, you don't feel like you're overwhelmed and confused and being talked down to. You're going to know what's going on. You're going to have such an education about every phase of the divorce process that when the time comes to make those tough decisions, you're going to be in position to do so. And so, you know, when you're in a group environment, a supportive environment, uh, where everybody's going through similar issues and supporting each other, I found that that's like uh, just super valuable. Um, and um, so that's why I, I do the group coaching in addition to one-on-one. -on -one. But let me know, you know, uh, shoot me an email, jason uh, at jasonlavoy.com. Let me know if you would be interested in participating in a podcast episode where we can talk about uh, one part of your divorce or one part of your uh, relationship that uh, could help shine a light on it for others. Um, and we would focus on one aspect of it. And that was a thought that was floating in my, my, my mind too. In addition to having experts on, what if I had some of you, the listeners on, um, to talk about it? And it would kind of be like a, a mini coaching session in a way, right? A complimentary coaching session. Um, and then there you go. So I'm going to toy around with that idea and, and engage the interest out there. Of course, I'm going to have on more experts because you can never have on too many experts. Um, again, each one has their own perspective, has their own golden nuggets to share. And again, some will resonate with you more than others, but everybody has um, information to provide. And you can never have too much information because not to get cliche, but when it comes to divorce, knowledge truly is power. Uh, so that's why I do that. And then I am also going to try to do more solo shows. I, I really do enjoy doing these solo shows. I feel like I don't get a chance to talk to you guys one-on-one, -on -one, give you my thoughts on things um, because I'm, I'm doing so many interviews and I really enjoy the interviews, but I also love talking to you one-on-one. -on -one. And um, so I'm going to make a point to try to do more solo shows. Um, and so just me and you talking about divorce. Um, let me know again, let me know what you want to talk about. Um, you know, what topics you want more information about, and maybe that's a, be a good solo show for me to do. So again, I can't believe we made it to 100 episodes of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Frankly, I can't wait. I hope we can go another hundred and just keep it rolling along. Again, I'll keep doing it as long as you keep listening and find it useful. Um, and that's really it. 
right now. So again, thank you all for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Um, and you know what? If you like the podcast, if you haven't already, I would so much greatly appreciate if you left me a kind review on iTunes. You just go to podcast on the app, um, find the Divorce Resource Guy podcast, and you can very quickly leave uh, a short review. It really does help spread the word. And when people search search for divorce and podcasts, helps bring mine up to the top there. Um, and that's how we can also grow the podcast. So if you like it, I would love it and greatly appreciate it. Um, thank you again if you do give me a kind review. And I look forward to talking to you guys again in the next 100 episodes. Jason Lavoy, a.k.a. The Divorce Resource Guy, signing out for now.